Welcome to the Discover You Podcast with your host, James Hooper, spiritual and personal discovery author, speaker, teacher, and coach. James helps you find who you were created to be and guides you to the most fulfilling life you can experience. On this podcast, we'll guide you through discovering what energizes and motivates you, why you think the way you think, act the way you act, and react the way you react. We'll learn together how to grow through spiritual truths to become the best version of yourself possible. If you haven't yet, please subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Also, you can go to your favorite podcast platform and leave a review and rating. This will help others find us so they can begin their own growth journey. Well, if you're listening to this on the day it is released, happy Independence Day to you, everyone in the United States. I'm so glad that you have taken time to listen to the Discover You podcast. And for those of you that have been listening, and we just finished all seven of the motivational gifts last week. And so I hope that was something that benefited you. I know it did me when I first learned about it. And so if you haven't listened to those, go back and and take time to listen to them and learn. Go to the intro. But I really feel like, and the assessment is also on the description of this podcast. So you can go and click the link to that. I believe it's something that will change your life, that will give you a paradigm shift in who you are. Now, we're going to move on and do something different right now, and we're going to play some excerpts from some sermons that uh, we've given. Uh, I will start with me, and then uh, we'll actually play a sermon that Sharon gave. But we're going to start with this one. It's called, Who is God to You? And see, one thing I've learned in Scripture is we must establish in our heart who God is to us. Now, we know God is all-powerful, omniscient, omnipotent, all those omni things, but we've got to come to an understanding of who He is in our hearts and lives. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, it says that Sarah, after she had judged God faithful, received strength to conceive a son and carry him at 99 years old. She had decided and determined in her mind, made it up in her mind, that God is faithful. And after she had determined that in her heart, she had the faith to believe God in his faithfulness because she had established that. And that faith gave her the strength to not only conceive a son, but to carry that baby nine months at 99 years old. See, once we establish who God is to us, then we have something we can hold on to, to establish our faith on, to base our faith on, and then we can believe God unwaveringly because we know who he is to us. We can believe God for anything in our lives, whatever we need. And so I hope this sermon uh, helps you. This is part one of a two-part I'm trying to keep it down 30 minutes or less per episode, so uh, there's two parts to this, and then we'll move on to others that we gave. So I hope you enjoy it, and I look forward to talking to you next time. All right, Exodus chapter 3. Let's go to verse 11. We'll be bouncing around in Exodus chapter 3, but let's go to verse 11. And if those of you that have been around church long enough, you know this story, how Moses was out tending his father-in-law's sheep, saw a bush burning and went over to see what was happening and God spoke to him out of the bush. God told him to go and set his people free. Verse 11, Moses said unto God, Who am I 
that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt. Who am I? Mm -hmm. You see, when God calls us, the task will be greater than us. God will not call you to do something that is within the realm of possibility for you. So then the question becomes, who is God to me? I want to speak on the subject of who is God to you. See, the probability that I will succeed is only determined by who God is to me. So I have to determine that in my heart. Let's go up to verse 6. This is God speaking. He said, moreover, I said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, and he was afraid to look upon God. Verse 13. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Moses was already prepared for them to say when he said, the God of your fathers sent me to you because they had been enslaved for over 400 years and the God of their fathers, they had, a lot of them had forgotten. He says, so who should I say is the God of your fathers? Who should I say that? He said, tell them I am that I am. This seems like an odd response. I mean, when people ask us what our name is, they ask me my name, I say, my name is James Hooper. Yes. When they ask Brother Clearman, his name is Melvin Clearman. We all have a name, but he says, I am that I am. And God was was telling Moses, he said, tell them that I am the eternal existent one. Yes. I am the God of your father, and I'm the God of Abraham. I'm the God of Isaac. I'm the God of Jacob. Yes. You notice he didn't say I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, I'm the God of Abraham. I'm yes. the God of Isaac. I'm the God of Jacob. See, he was God to each one of them individually yes. in the way that they needed him to be God to them. So what we have to understand is we've got to come to a determination. Who is God to me? Yes. What does God mean to me? Who is I am to me? God is not afraid of us asking questions. God is not afraid of us searching for Him. Because once we get a grasp of who He is, once we get a grasp of who He can be to us, we will have power at our disposal beyond our understanding. We will have wisdom beyond our understanding. We will have anointing beyond our understanding. When we come to a place where we say, God, I understand who you are now. Uh I'm not saying we're ever going to totally understand God, but at some point we got to figure out who God is to us. See, in Hebrews chapter 11, we call that the hall of faith. It starts with verse 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And most people say that's the definition of faith. And that's, that's a good definition. But I contend that's actually the nature of faith. Right. I contend that verse 6 is actually the definition of what faith is. Because it, verse 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Talk about God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is 
and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yes, yes. Now, I, I know that this means that he that says we must believe that he exists because he is the eternal existent one. He, he lives in eternity. He does not live in our time. He is not bound by our time. He lives in eternity. He sees the beginning and the end and everything in the middle all at the same time because God has always existed, will always exist. When I take my last breath, God's still going to be on His throne. God is never at the mercy of man. See, we can do all we can do. We can make rules. We can make laws. We can do things. Our society can go a certain way, but it never, God is never taken by surprise. Amen. Amen. That's right. You realize God, nothing ever occurs to God. God never says, it just occurred to me. God knows everything. God knows everything. What I want to tell you is God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And he believed in you enough to invest himself into you and to put his Holy Spirit into you and to place you on this earth for this time, for this day. Amen. Some people say I was born out of in the wrong time. I should have been born in the time uh, you know where we had covered wagons and all this kind of stuff. And, and I'm here to tell you, you're here on purpose. You're here for God, because God placed you here on purpose. You're yes. not here by accident. No matter the circumstances of your birth, you are not here by accident. Amen. It may be an accident that your parents conceived you, but God on purpose put your spirit into that womb, into that seed, and placed you here because He has faith in you. Yes. God has faith in you. Amen. Mm. See, if you read on down in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, it's talking about all these men. We talk about it. It talks about Moses. It talks about uh, Enoch. It talks about Noah. It talks about all these guys' faith. But then it comes to Sarah. And Sarah in verse 11, it says, Sarah herself received strength also to conceive and bear a son after she had judged God faithful. Yes. Amen. I contend that until she determined in her heart that who God was to her was faithful. Amen. That God is faithful to her. He, she said, God has been faithful to Abram, my husband. God's been faithful to our family. But until she established it in her heart that God was going to be faithful and is faithful to her, she did not receive the strength to conceive seed. Right. But once she determined, once she judged God faithful, yes. I do a sermon called God on Trial. Uh-huh. And you've got, to, you've got to determine in your heart who God is to you. Yes. And in your heart, if you can determine that God is faithful. See, Hebrews 11.6 says that we must believe that He is. And to me, we must believe that He is whatever we need at that time. Whatever situation we're in at that time, we must believe that He is the answer to that situation. We must believe that God is the answer. 
I'm not the answer because I got myself in the mess, so I can't get myself out of the mess. But God is the answer. I have to understand that without faith it's impossible to please Him. But those that come to Him must believe that He is, that He is my financial need meter. He is my body healer. He is my relationship restorer. He is everything that I need. And then once I establish who he is, he says, and then he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So that means I have to take action on that understanding that I just came to. I have to step out knowing that he is my need meter. I have to go and step out knowing that he is my great physician. I have to step out knowing that he is he is a relationship restorer. I have to actually take action. I have to pursue him with that understanding. So we've got to come to an understanding tonight, tonight who is God to you. Yes, amen. Where are you tonight that you need someone to step in and to be the answer to your situation and your circumstances. That is God to you. God will be that to you. Yes, he will. will. We sometimes lose heart because we get so wrapped up in our difficulties. We get so wrapped up in our daily problems and our daily issues. We get so... uh, heavily burdened with everything that's going on in our life we get so under it that we just forget to turn to God we just we try to take care of it I know okay maybe I'm preaching to myself but I try to handle everything by myself I t- I'll do it not maybe it's just a man thing I'm gonna fix it myself I'll do it myself come on I mean my poor wife when I I grew up I was I grew up as a very independent child because I, I was born and then two years later I had a baby sister and then six years after six years later my brother was born so I pretty much became an independent child I'm one of these that the child say I'll do it you know they try to help you and so my wife has this gift of helping she is anointed to help and what do I do I'll do it I'll do it so it's God understands that we have to get to a place where we understand who he is. And so he says, listen, if you'll turn to me, Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I will answer you. Show you great and mighty things that you don't even know. See, we he has solutions that we could never concoct in our own mind. Some of us are highly intelligent. Some of us can come up with some awesome things. I mean, look at the world. We've got technology. I've got I've got my Bible right here in this little flat piece of glass and plastic. I've got my notes here. We've got some technology, but God says I can do. I'll do things. Greater than you can ever imagine, but we have to decide who he is to us. Yes. We have to decide, are we going to allow him to be the one that's going to bring the answer, who's going to give us the answer, who's going to guide us and direct us and cause us to come into a place of an understanding of who he is. And once we decide who he is and who he is to me, then I've got to act on that. And that's where faith comes in. Amen. Because faith is not just believing, faith is action. Faith means you've got to put some shoe leather onto the pavement and you've got to walk that thing out. Believing that God is going to bring a solution. Believing that God is going to be your answer. Believing God is going to guide you and direct you. And He will not fail you. No, amen. Sometimes we understand God through the things that happen to us in our life. Sometimes we build our theology on what has happened in our life. 
And we say, okay, God, okay, the Bible says that you healed then, but see, my history is that you didn't heal. See, my, my father at 69 years old passed away with Alzheimer's. In the prime of his life, just seeing a vision that he had had for a church being manifested, just beginning to flourish, just beginning to grow, just beginning to happen, a dream he had had since the late 60s. He had this dream and he passed away and he died with Alzheimer's. And if I allowed the enemy to lie to me and say, but God will not heal I, I will lose heart and lose faith. Come on, Amen. But see, what I have to understand is God is no respecter of person. I cannot explain everything that happens. I know I, we live in a fallen world. I know there is diseases. There are things that happen because sin is in the world. There are things that happen and things just happen. Bad things happen to good people sometimes, but that does not mean that my God is not the answer, that my God is not the supplier, that my God is not the strength and the high tower. It does not mean that. It means that He is still on the throne. I'm going to trust Him no matter what. So when you're struggling with your finances and you're struggling trying to obey God, and I'm going to be talking out of experience right now to you. This is the first time I got to preach since I got back from South Africa on April the 9th. You want to talk about an ad needing a fix. I need poor Sharon. She gets all my sermons. I keep trying to get an altar call and get her saved, but she don't work with me. She don't ever, I take an offering, she don't ever put nothing in it. But I just messed with you. But see, I came back off of a high ministering to a potential Two million people. And everywhere I went, I was celebrated. Everywhere I went, USA in the house. Everybody's just so excited. I mean, I was the only white person for miles. And I was celebrated. And I had to explain to them, listen, I'm not anointed because I'm from America. I'm not anointed because I was born white flesh. I'm anointed because I'm a child of God. I'm anointed because he called me and I'm obedient to what he called me to do. And so I began to portray that. So I began to speak and I began to... People, we had people, miracles happen. People get healed. We had deliverances. We had salvations. I mean, the, the weekend of Easter, I had between the four services, I had almost 60 people get saved in those four services. Oh, yeah. I mean, you talk about something to get a preacher high right there. Oh, yeah. When you're changing the life of people from halfway across the world and you're just living what God has called you to do. Mm -hmm. Come on. Wow. But here's where it gets real. I'm up there and I'm preaching and I'm doing all this other stuff. But when I get back to my room, I'm calling Sharon and I'm saying, "Okay, you can pay this, but you can't pay that because we didn't have the money. You got to, you can do this, but you can't do that." Okay, I'm going to do this. Oh, luckily somebody took an offering for me, so I had money I could eat on. See, I'm here to tell you that when God calls you to do something, sometimes it's going to seem hard. Sometimes it's not going to seem hard; it's going to be hard. Oh yeah, that's right. And then I get back after the anointing is flowing and after I. All this kind of stuff, and I hadn't preached in over a month, and I'm thinking, hello? Mm -hmm. Anybody up there? Huh. Do I have to be in another country before you use me? Amen. And so I remembered that when I was here in March, Brother Clearman was, after that I preached, he almost, almost 
started revival right then. I almost did. He almost did. And I was ready. I was ready. I didn't have to be flying out to the following, the next Tuesday, not that Tuesday, the next Tuesday. I was ready. So I remembered that. I said, I'm going to call Brother Clinton. He said, well, let's pray about it because I haven't had a revival in a long time. I said, listen, we're going to have a good meeting. You're going to have a good time if nobody else shows up. <laughs> I'm here to believe because when, when you're doing what God's called you to do, I'm here to tell you that I, I when we were pastoring the South Austin church, there were several services when it was just me and Sharon. I still preached. We still had worship. We still believe God. We still because when you've got an anointing, we've got a calling. But you've got we had to get to the point where we said, "Okay, God, we know that you have us here for a reason, and you are going to be the provider for us." Thank you for listening to the Discover You podcast with your host James Hooper. This podcast exists to help you grow both spiritually and personally. If you enjoyed it and think others could benefit from the content provided please go to your favorite podcast platform and leave a review and rating. This will help others find us more easily. Also, if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thank you for joining us for the Discover You Podcast.